You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for black horror fans by black horror fans. Happy Friday, Spooky Squad. Spooky Squad! I've been practicing. That was really good. What to say? I know. I didn't want to do my, my ooh. Oh, I'll save all of the oohs for October. Ooh, Ooh, October. Ooh, October. Do we already have a theme? I mean, that's not really a theme. It's more just two words. (laughs) It's more just me not being that clever. Uber. Um, (laughs) No, that was great. That was very, you were giving me meatloaf meatloaf vibes. So Meatloaf vibes. Mm -hmm. That's a mood. Man, a whole mood. Man, I've been, you know what I was craving recently? Meatloaf. I haven't had it in a long time. You like meatloaf? I don't not like it. I just haven't craved it. And you know what I did crave? I which meatloaf made me think of parents making you dinner, and mm-hmm. so I was craving just sitting on like a Sunday fall afternoon, watching a football game, eating various taco dip and cheese and meat platters because mm. that was what happened in the Midwest on football Sunday and I don't even give a shit about football that's how that's how quarantine's hitting me oh out. I I fucking hate football but I used to love a Super Bowl party because it's like ooh, I, I love finger I love apps I'm a big fan of apps and Super Bowl parties are like apps? all about apps. A lot of mozzarella sticks, a lot of buffalo wings, a lot of French fries. I'm like, ooh, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is going to be a good time. Yeah, I just feel like I'm at a Chili's. I'm just like, ooh, excellent. What's that? A blue onion? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does Evan make you apps? Just Sunday. It's Sunday. You're like noon. Have the apps ready. Sunday apps days. Um, no. Not on just Sundays, but he knows I like I like apps. So like he'll make me an app. He'll make me like a spinach dip, which I'm very into. Love a spinach dip. Ooh. It's a great way to get your vitamins from the spinach, but it's fun because there's cheese. Arguably, <laughs> way more cheese to spinach. Probably way more cheese. The cheese to spinach ratio is like nine to one, but still, I have a good it's time, there. and I don't have to watch football because fuck that. I'll eat my spinach dip and I'll watch Drag Race, and it's that's how I spend my time. It's Sundays. a type of it's a it's a sport. Listen, but not a contact sport, as RuPaul no. would let you know. Andrew, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. Never felt better. <laughs> how about yourself? <laughs> I could be. I the best thing is I'll come on before we start recording. Tell you I'm I'm depressed, and this is. I'm. Uh, this is the last time we record. <laughs> this is the last time on this plane of living. No. But then it'll be like, "How are you feeling?" And I'm like, "I honestly have never felt better. I I do feel fine. I'm f- phenomenal. Okay. No one be worried about me. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> okay. How about you? Okay. Good to know. I'm I'm okay. Again, uneventful week. Um, here still alive. Uneventful. I feel like you just had a story put out. All right. Yes. I was published in Flex Mag. So check that out. I wrote satire and someone liked it and (laughs) they published it. It wasn't reductious. I'm not upset about it still, but just like, fuck you. I'm going to reapply to that probably. (laughs) (laughs) Please, uh, if you're listening, 
Yeah, please, please hire yeah. me. <laughs> but that was cool. Yeah, please, hi- yeah, it was a great story. If y'all read and you like phalanges, I highly suggest checking it out. Isn't phalanges a funny word? I grew up with it. Like, I grew up with phalanges one, but also I grew up with my mom always saying it like as a joke. Like she was just like my phalanges. Like it's just always like a funny like. What word, an interesting thing for a parent to say. Word to for their child. fingers, like. <laughs> Did you not like? I don't know. I think it's the funny word. So I like that I got to incorporate it in my comedy. Um, my comedy is anatomically correct. So if you—that's the most important part. Yes. Yes. Dude, where where could we find you posting anatomically correct comedy? Wow, thanks, Andrew. Um, you can find me on Twitter at say underscore anything that is S E Y underscore anything. And also on Instagram at say underscore Smythe. That's S E Y underscore Smythe. Also, I have another podcast I haven't plugged in a very long time. It's called everybody wants something. It's a Degrassi podcast hosted by two black millennials. Listen to it, please. Because if you like the sound of my voice and now you'll love it. When I talk about Canadian teens. How about you, Andrew? You can find me on Twitter at Andrew underscore on underscore drums or on Instagram at Andrew John Baldwin. But I'm arguably more funny on Twitter. Follow that. Very funny on Twitter. I love when you um, reply to to Donald Trump. It's It's fun. You know, because (laughs) it's it's cathartic. It's cathartic. Yeah, I know he's not going to look at it, but deep down in my heart of hearts, if he wanted to, he could. You know, it's not like this thing that's filtered through, like, if you were to email the White House and be like, I want, like, this will never get to the president. But Trump could see my tweet. He won't, and I don't care. But also, it's just cathartic to let people know that I'm very witty when making fun of an idiot. A idiot, a piece of shit, but also I am terrified still. Like I'm I'm not totally um not to get like too political, but you know what, fuck it. We're we're black people talking about shit. Like it's always political. Like my existence is fucking political. But I'm not convinced, honestly, that the next two months will yield a positive result. I'm hoping, I'm praying. Never prayed before. Well, I have prayed before, mostly for a Barbie Jeep. But I'm I'm hoping real hard that <laughs> this turns <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I'm just well. knocking on all the wood I find. Every piece of wood. Just, <laughs> I just I'm they've I've been kicked out of Home Depot ten times, and all the wood I no, see, I feel any morning wood I encounter, I am fucking just, just sack tapping. I was like punching Evan in the dick. He's <laughs> like. Your, your wish is granted. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> but no. I feel you. I recently was rewatching <laughs> SNL um, just to have on while I work. And I started arbitrarily around election time 2016. Mm-hmm. And then so just watching like the Dave Chappelle episode, the bit, <laughs> the sketch when it's just Dave and then like everyone else is white and they're like of course kentucky trump won kentucky that's where all the racists are and he's just like that's where all the racists are huh just (laughs) that whole that whole episode i'm just like oh god this could happen again it could happen again i i mean i distinctly remember 
I mean, I cried. I bawled like a fucking infant. And then that day I went shopping and I bought so much shit because like I need retail therapy. I need to, I need to suck on that sweet, sweet opiate lace teat of capitalism and just buy shit. And that's what I did. I just bought so much stuff. And I remember walking around the mall because I lived in the suburbs at the time and (laughs) everyone was just. I feel like it was it was just it was like Dawn of the Dead, just zombies in a mall. Basically, she was just like walking through a mall, like dead eyed. <laughs> like, it was so bad. Like, yes, I'm hoping if this year has been fucking terrible, if there's one positive thing, and I fucking hate Joe Biden, is that he wins, and it's like the the bar is in hell. I'm like, Lord, please just. <laughs> One okay thing happens this Dude, year. When Chance, when Chance the Rapper first hosted SNL, like his first time, and they did that song, him, Chris Redd, and Kenan Thompson, Come Back Barack, and there's this one line, and it, it's like, we'll even take Joe Biden. And I'm like, I wonder how they feel now. Ooh, it ages terribly, but also really well. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, I will take Joe Biden and his other, like, you know what his else other mixed <laughs> You know what else has aged really interestingly? What? Paranormal activity. I hate you so much. (laughs) I wish I could throw something at you, but I would just damage my computers. I won't. (laughs) That'd That'd be funny for me. Honey, I don't have a job. It's not funny for anyone. I cannot afford it. Okay? I'll I'll send you a Chromebook. Wait, what? I'll send you a Chromebook. If you... Got so mad at me that you threw your drink at your computer. The least I could do is send you a Chromebook. Fair. That's cheap, right? I could do that. Fair. I'll take it. Yes, we covered paranormal activity. Um, Funny one. I actually didn't realize this. So it's listed as a 2007 movie, but it didn't get a wider release until 2009 because it was um, released originally in the Scream Fest Festival. And then... It, it happened, it, it, you know, it became a bigger thing later. The thing that stands... Well, it was, it was bought, right? Like Universal bought it yes, or whatever? Yes, Universal bought it. I want to say I, Steven Spielberg had his, his fingers in this pie too. Like <laughs> That is not a cool image. <laughs> Steven Spielberg just like he, spent, like, he spends all his money on buying different pies and just putting his fingers in them. He's, he's very eccentric. Well, yeah, no, um, yeah, so, so I'm reading the DVD. This is in the DVD of, of Paranormal Activities, I guess, like the director's commentary. Um, uh, DreamWorks is impressed by this. The executives, Adam Goodman and Stacey Snyder, and finally Steven Spielberg cut a deal with Blum, which is a Blumhouse, Jason Blum, and Pelly, Oren Pelly, who directed it. So, yes, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> was involved in this movie but the thing that stands out to me the most is you didn't see if andrew is doing jazz hands and it's steven spielberg it's steven fingers. spielberg hands yeah his little thingies his little phalanges little pies phalanges <laughs> and pies <laughs> but, um the thing i remember the most about paranormal activity was the marketing strategy because it's very similar to the blair witch project which i feel like this movie was our generation's Blair Witch. I think Blair Witch is more of like a Gen X movie. This was like, you know, millennial Blair Witch. You had 
I distinctly remember seeing trailers for it and it was just the audience reaction, I think, from Scream Fest. And then they would be like, they would show a few shots from the movie and the whole thing was like, you had to request it be brought to your town because it had not been released widely yet. So you had to like request it and then it eventually became like this phenomenon at the time, which I think is, I gotta say, fucking smart. Very clever marketing. Yeah. Yeah. A great way to adapt the Blair Witch, I guess, blueprint for a social media age because it would have been yeah 2009 yeah facebook yeah it was social media age it was like it was very smart marketing so i gotta give them that at least oh man i just kept having because i had seen one through three all years ago and for some reason the only thing i could remember was i think it's from the third one and this kid the premise like, there's this kid, and he has, like, this imaginary friend, which is obviously a ghost or a demon. But then there's this shot where it's his Xbox 360 with the little Kinect sensor. Mm-hmm. And then it shows that it, at night, if you if you use night vision, you can see the, inf- like, the green infrared oh, that it shoots yeah. out. And then you just see, like, a shadow moving through that. I think that was and the knew- fourth one. Because I think the third one oh. was the one that was, like the 80s because i saw the, i saw the first oh, three i didn't then see the i saw one two and four He's, yeah the third one was like <laughs> it was katie and her sister and it was like their stepdad got a camcorder and it was the fucking 80s <laughs> oh that's amazing stupid but... i just remember being super pissed at the end of four so then i went into this being like did i hate this and i don't remember what i felt i just remember I think this is the first movie in a bit that I've rewatched and kind of because it's been so long, I knew it but had forgotten. So I had Mm -hmm. had no biases, nor did I remember anything. Yeah, I remember being very, I think, afraid. Like It was scary to me at the time. When I compare it to a to Blair Witch, because I feel like you have to just because there's so there's a lot of similar similarities between the two. Um, This doesn't hold up as well i think blair witch i can still watch blair witch and get the spookies from it and be like oh shit this movie is like entertaining personally paranormal activity i feel like it's it's scary the first time you see it probably in a theater with an audience and then you watch it again and i was like oh this isn't that bad like it's not that scary at all yeah it it had for me also i have this thing i don't know if you have it or uh benjamin you're listening uh Sometimes whenever people, I have this mostly with children in movies, but sometimes with adults, where if they just start screaming, mm-hmm. I get really annoyed <laughs> by it. <laughs> where I'm just like, I'm like, calm the fuck down. Why are you, you're being such a piece of shit right now. <laughs> so then, because, you know, this is the story of a woman being haunted and a man just being an idiot a man (laughs) being so alpha male like i'm going i'm gonna protect us i can't see this thing but i'm gonna fucking kill it can you say mika is probably the worst boyfriend in horror movies until chris in midsommar like he is just terrible partner and like they could have given this guy a break and make him at least a little bit sympathetic. And he's like a piece of shit. Like he's bad. Like he's yeah. He's he's the villain, not the demon. Mika is the villain in this movie. Yeah. So it actually was a happy ending. 
<laughs> yes, I would say she defeated the villain. Um, also, <laughs> fun fact. So in shooting this, the production cost of this movie was $15,000 and post-production 215000 Box office was $193.4 million. Which yeah, is they like, made out. It is the most <laughs> profitable film ever made based on return on investment. So just... That's crazy. And like the original <laughs> film, right? It was just like that 15 grand. And then when Universal got a hold of it, they're like, we want to redo this ending. Exactly. And then the ending was $200,000 worth of work. I know. Is Orin Pelly, um, the director, is he married? I'm asking because I'm not. So <laughs> if you'd like, Orin Pelly, I know you're listening to this podcast. If you'd like to <laughs> marry me, I have a boyfriend. He's going to be around two. If you're okay with that, then we can have fun. Cool. Okay. Um, let's get into it though. So, um, uh, we have a couple here. It's Katie and Mika, young couple living in San Diego. Very cute. In a rather nice house. That house was so nice, but so ugly. I know. The the decor, the fucking leather couches (laughs) and the, the fucking cheetah print rug. That was the most scary part of this movie. It was how ugly this place was. I said, like, the scariest part of this movie was because Katie's a a student trying to become a teacher, and uh, Mika is a day trader. And I was like, the scary... And so clearly, he like, this is his house. He's he's paying for it right now. Unless you don't, just Mika has family cash. But then, I meant Katie. And then I'm just like, the scariest part is they met in undergrad, and they've been dating for three years, and they're like, let's... Let's get a house together. Okay, I missed like, that, and now that makes me realize that they were like they're mid twenty. They're really young, and they bought a house. Yeah. Fuck these guys, right? Yeah. Ew. I'm sorry. You know, no, it's fine. I'm happy this demon <laughs> got them. Good. Like, like yeah. Fuck. Them. If I can't buy a house, then no one can buy a house. Like, <laughs> like I want a demon <laughs> to attack you and your family. Um, but early on, Katie's like, okay, so. One thing I do like about this movie is that we 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 start off in the very middle of it. Like it's not like good storytelling. It's like it's in the middle of it. Like we know we're informed immediately. Mika purchased this camera because Katie, you know, she they've been they've been experiencing evil, like experiencing like paranormal shit in their house for a bit. She tells us that like you know she's been experiencing it since she was a kid. So Mika gets a camera and he's like, okay, I'm gonna record the paranormal activity title of the movie. And, like, we're going to have evidence of it. Though it's not clear in the very beginning, like, aside from just filming it, like, what he intends to do. Because I'm like, okay, so you're going to have footage of ghosts or demon, but then what? Like. He was he was also super invested. Like, he didn't. He didn't just buy like a GoPro, which I don't think existed at the time anyway. Mm-hmm. He bought like a fucking home cinema rig. And then he had all these like EVP recorders and mics set up and shit. I'm like, man. No, he went full you know, on ghost hunters. <laughs> right. Like, and he, like, and cal- almost just like a ghost hunter, just like, bro, you want to go? Show yourself. Like, so aggro, like, so white dude. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, 
I mean, in the very, and also like, I think they do a good job too in the very beginning of kind of establish, establishing the relationship. Like we get like the fun, it, we don't immediately get into like, oh, scary shit. It's like, oh, like they're, they're at their house. He's filming her. They're like talking about why they're filming it. And I'll, I'll say it feels very natural. It doesn't feel like, yeah. I think they like, they, they were very much for my research, like, informed by Blair Witch of doing what they call retro scripting, which is you get an outline of what we're supposed to do each scene and then just like improvise it. And it was, it was done well. I think that it felt like these are just a couple just talking on camera. It's not like, I think after this movie and everyone decided like, Hey, let's do a fucking found footage movie where it feels very obviously scripted and you're trying too hard. It felt like a really natural. Yeah. Yeah. Credit where credit is due. I will give them their credit. Um, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, sorry. I just like that they some of the dumb shit they sprinkled in, mm-hmm. like this fucker just playing guitar very shittily, <laughs> and then it, the guitar comes back, and you're like, okay, he can kind of play it. But that stuck out to me, and I so much so that I needed all the my mom and Ben Shapiro listening to this <laughs> that that fucker. He tricked me. I thought he couldn't play, but I guess he can. <laughs> I guess he's okay. Um, but yeah, so like in the very beginning when they're filming, because they're filming mostly when they're asleep. They have the camera set up in their bedroom. The very beginning, we're getting like vague spooky shit, like some s- sounds, just kind of like weird sounds happening, but nothing really is out in you know, in your face, spooky. So when this is happening, this side, they're going to call this psychic over Dr. Friedrichs. But, okay, this is where Mika starts to fucking lose me immediately. It's like, he's very anti-psychic. And I'm like, okay, you've accepted that there is but- an evil presence. <laughs> Why is a psychic so crazy to you? You spent well over, like, three grand on equipment. But you're like, oh, this guy probably what? cost 500 bucks tops and it's just like this is insane he's a this fucking guy's quack fucking i'm like he's a quack i'm like you you are an idiot no it's how i feel about hermione and harry potter over divination and it's like this is bullshit i'm like dude until recently you didn't think witchcraft was real but it is why is this so out of the realm of possibility like <laughs> yeah yeah like maybe people can read tea leaves like what the fuck um <laughs> that was was a good comparison but no it's like why is this so crazy (laughs) yeah he's a piece of shit i also do like the i mean i could get if he was upset because you know it's not like they go i paid fucking 90 grand for this asshole it's just he comes in and he's like oh i it it's i sense things but this doesn't seem like a ghost you need to have my demonologist friend and he's like this is his number and i would get if he's like my bill is still 20 grand and mika's like fuck that guy yeah. but he didn't do that no. he, and he's you know this psychic genuinely was like i'm sorry guys you i feel so sorry for you i want things to work and mika's just a dick but like much like any doctor he just refers you to a specialist yeah. he's like no, 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 i do ghosts. outside of outside of network <laughs> out of so network <laughs> like i can't afford this demonologist but yeah he makes a distinction that like okay like ghosts are like the spirits of dead people demons are 
typically the malevolent spirits of like non-humans like they're just these evil spirits basically Hmm? mika's reading this from a book in that scene clearly like he bought this you know and it was mostly pictures which is apparently mika's reading comprehension level (laughs) but but, you know it's like you know stereotypical like witchcrafty like medieval art he had that book and he's going to say that psychic is is a quack but he had a fucking demonology book yeah i feel like in tears of craziness it's like ghosts ghosts psychics demonology is like way out it's like you're talking about they jump they jump it's a big jump so it's like yeah you like honey like astrology comes before that like you're (laughs) you're i would say but i will say like you know what you were just saying is demons exist purely to fuck with you Mm -hmm. and make you insane and miserable and i'm like i would not mind that (laughs) Not having one, but but being one. Oh yeah, no, that but I mean, great. like, in like in like the shittiest way, like you would be in the kitchen making food, turn around, and then you would just like run into a loaf of bread because I was just floating, holding a loaf of bread there, and they're like, "What the fuck, Andrew?" No, if and, like, I, I wouldn't, to, I wouldn't be. If I had to be like a a spirit, I'd be a poltergeist. I would love to just be like, just I just want to inconvenience you. It's not. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna like make noise i mean kind of noisy like an annoying roommate basically i'm gonna leave a a cupboard open so you like run into it like just like little things that are like yeah oh my god it. my poltergeist is just being the worst and i'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like i don't yeah, right. see that'd be cool yeah poltergeist <laughs> not a demon yeah i just want people to be like so annoyed like not not enough that they're like no nah, I, I got good value on this house i'm gonna move out but enough that they're like can we can we have a party at your house today? Like Andrew's a dick. I would full on He's do a- like from the movie Poltergeist the trick where the mom is like going to the cupboard, turns around, and there's just chairs stacked on the table. <laughs> like just <laughs> I just annoy because not because it's just scary, but also now you have to take all those chairs down <laughs> from the table. <laughs> like that's my vibe. Um but after they talk after he refers them to the demonologist. Mika's like, I don't want to do it. Like, I, I'm here to protect this. I'm going to take care of this. Mind you, no experience with anything outside of day trading. He has a, he has a camera. I'm not even sure what that is. Like, what is day trading? I, I, I don't know. I assumed it was like stock-like stocks. things, but not stock. It's just business of selling shit, you know? Like, Which, yeah. I mean, again, it's just like social constructs that people you sell shares of things things. i'm fucking but um he's like no no no, i'm gonna take care of this so he makes katie promise that like we'll call the demonologist if it gets bad but like i'm mika i know how to handle this um dude white white man with a camera (laughs) saving the world uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) like that's literally it's like dude what the like no but anyway very beginning so like in this part like they're they have the camera set up and they're they're filming every night and again it's a lot of like oh, okay it's noises it's lights flickering it's like the door moving blah 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 blah, blah. but mika starts to taunt the fucking demon because he decides and the thing is it's not because he's taunting him because he's pissed he's taunting him because at a certain point they're not really getting much activity so he's yeah. like, oh, hey, man, like, what, you scared? Like, what, oh, what little Dee Dee, you scared? Like, yeah, the demon's scared of you, Mika. He's a fucking demon. 
Have you read Dante? Like, he's not scared of you. <laughs> he's, it's, it's ridiculous, man. <laughs> I do also want to say that I did appreciate that for, you know, what this movie did. I think that's also kind of like the staple of found footagey thing, right? If you have too much, like, CGI or non-practical effects, it really fucks with the vibe and ruins it. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, it's just little little weird things like that hum and i would say i wasn't like terrified but i was like that like tenseness in your chest like ooh, what's gonna happen mm-hmm. like not not super like the first time i saw it but i was like oh shit like the hums here what's gonna happen so that the movie did very well in that they respect, did i believe but like he <laughs> he shifts mika shifts his energy from being aggro male to like teenage white girl and he's like i'm getting a ouija board he does and it's like and and mind you the psychic told him outright like don't contact it like it's gonna try to communicate with it you do not like because because you're welcoming you're you're opening up the realm basically of like hey 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 baby like send me a text like you up like no don't (laughs) basically treat the demon like an ex do not do not Gage, you know, listen to Dua Lipa. Do not fucking talk to him because he will. Next thing you know, you're fucking in his bed, right? <laughs> because you can't do yeah, that. It's, you can't. The psychic straight up too is just like, and he he didn't just like <laughs> make sure that he's like, don't fucking Ouija this guy. He like looked at him and he's like, this is serious, right? And Mika's like, yeah, yeah. Like you know when that shit in the back of the class is finally called out and it's like, you know, you're a fucking idiot. He's like. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. No. And the guy's just like, okay, good, because you're a fucking idiot, you know yeah, that? I wish that the psychic would seriously just break out into, like, the dance. Like, one, to pick up phone. It's just, like, do, like, a full, like, choreography. Like, just, like, how to treat a demon. Do not <laughs> engage. Because it's going to come at you. And, of course, Mika doesn't listen because um, after – because there's, well, there's one big moment where, like, when af- – specifically after Mika, like, taunts it – the demons like bet and he like fucking like fucks with them like he like i think he hits a chandelier at one point he's like it's a full-on like roar yeah. like, he like he's like oh bitch like i'm this is when powerful. we finally start getting shit yeah. yeah he's like oh i'm i'm like the real deal i'm a demon like <laughs> baby girl <laughs> is this is this when uh is this before or after um we get one of the night scenes where katie wakes up and is just staring at Mika in the bed for like an hour or something, not moving, time-lapse footage, and then leaves I and think, is just sitting outside. I think we're not there yet. I think that happens mm. after the Ouija board. That sounds about right. It, it escalates. Because then, like you said, like he Mika's like, I'm bringing a Ouija board in. And Katie's pissed when she sees him with the Ouija board. She's like, you don't understand. Like, this shit's been like harassing you my whole life. Like I've told you, like it's not... It's not a game, okay? This is not a game, baby. And he's like, oh, yeah, Ouija board. So then they go out, and he leaves it on the the ugly, you know, coffee table with their ugly cheetah print rug and the leather. That has to be pointed out, by the way. It has to be pointed out. It's so ugly. Like, the house is so fucking ugly. They're 25. Like, what are you It's almost like it was decorated by a 25-year-old man. It's almost like it was decorated by a demon. Like a demon decorator <laughs> was their interior decorator, and um, hell, hell, hell is just paved in cheetah print. 
<laughs> Satan is a cheetah girl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Satan no. has a Disney contract. But um so um we get footage after they leave. The Ouija, Ouija board sitting there and like it just catches fire. Like before but before that, we get a nice little light wind that comes through the living room because you see those stupid plants they have are like fl- flittering, fl- fluttering, fluttering, fluttering. They are moving. The mm-hmm. <laughs> they they are moving. And the Ouija board catches fire. So when they get home, they're like, oh, shit. Like, something not demonic happened. Katie for sure. is rightfully fucking pissed. Of like, course. she's losing her shit. And the whole time, I mean, before this, you know, like, anytime fucking something happens, like, Mika's going, like, some, the door will slam. And I will say, he has stupid bravado in the sense that he's very brave, but also very stupid. Mm-hmm. Because if a door slammed on me in a haunted house, I'm not about to open it. But he, no question, no th- second thought, opens that door and runs out into the hall. And he's just so, and you know, Katie's just all like, please, 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 oh my god, oh my god. And I'm like, fucking listen to her. Even if you don't care, like, that's your partner, man. Yes. <laughs> and then so, and then so, this is when the shit and shit has slowly started to unravel because the psychologist was like, no negative emotions. But of course, we start fucking getting them. Yes, good point. Because like- the, the whole thing with demons is that they feed off of your negativity. And so that's, that's their whole thing. Like, they they just they just cause discontent in your life so that you get angry. And then they get, they get stronger from it. And they can do right. their demon shit. <laughs> and Mika, see, Mika did this thing where it was... In a sense, justified, but wrong time, wrong place, where he's just like, you think you could have at some point mentioned in the three years we've been together <laughs> that you've been haunted? And I'm like, that's legitimate. That's the but one time I agreed with him. <laughs> yeah. But he, he, the problem is he star- he brought that up after fucking up for like yes. at least a solid half an hour, yes. which, you know, in movie time was like almost a week, if not more. Yes. And he brought it up <laughs> specifically as a get back at her because she's mad. And he's like, well, you're not perfect either. You've been haunted. <laughs> you're not by perfect. You're haunted. <laughs> <laughs> You've been haunted. You this fucking idiot. <laughs> but like, okay, so Andrew. So Alana tells you that she's been haunted by a demon her whole life what do you do at this very stage in our relationship five years in yeah the demon's been um dormant she's gone fuck her i'm a free man <laughs> i'm kidding i'm no. kidding i mean if it, if it if it was if it was dormant then i'm like okay well maybe fingers crossed it lasts another 25 years <laughs> and then you know at that point i'm like fuck it i'll, I'll be my 50s take me like <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this. I don't know. I'd probably I I would wait it out and then you know because at this point we're not negative. We I'll call Ed and Lorraine Warren's ghost. You know, we'll 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 hash this shit out. What about you? Evan comes up to you and says, "I've had this (laughs) this butthole demon with me my entire life. (laughs) What are you gonna do? Or a regular demon, but for this case, it's a butthole demon. You don't know when it's coming out." Real talk. I I think I the, the sad reality is that Mika's a piece of shit. I probably am the Mika in the relationship. I would be like, let's get a Ouija board. Let's talk to it. Like, I'm like, but you wouldn't leave. You no, would no. make things exponentially worse. But you wouldn't leave. No, I would just welcome the third in our relationship. I'm like, is it the demon now? <laughs> like, 
How can we Gotta watch out for that booty hole? How can we work with that demon to make it do our bidding? Can we? Can we? I, can he get our? I can he, he destroy our enemies? Like what? Are, what's the use of having oh, a demon? You, got, you like you work out something where you're like, hey man, like you you fuck this person up for me. You you fuck up our enemies. I'll bring you some uh, some zerts and apps every third month. Mm. Our demon loves New York style cheesecake. There you go. Some cheesecake and spinach dip, and that thing will do your bidding. He would love it. Or like, um, I mean, I don't have much going for me right now, and so I would sell my soul. Why not? Like, <laughs> sure, take it. A, you know, quarantines. Qu- what else can quarantine take? From I mean, me if it be if selling my can. soul to a demon means also he takes my student loan debt, I'm just like, fuck it, go for it, man. Like, <laughs> that's on you. How baby. funny would it be? It's like for no reason, whoever is in office come January, it's like you sell your soul in December and January. It's like, let's just get rid of the student debt. It's an imaginary number that's never going to be paid back. And you're just like, what's done is done. Basically, I'm just like, well, I guess I'm just going to spend a turn in hell. I mean, hmm. <laughs> whoops. I mean, we all, we all must make mistakes, okay? <laughs> when we're young. Oh man! Well, like um, that huge ass mistake with the Ouija board. Exactly. Getting um, us back. I mean, beyond that, even we have like Night Seventeen. Mika is also like okay. Like I want to see. At this point, Mika is just going full like. I don't know, like fake scientists. He just wants to test the demon. I mean, he's not doing anything. He's not actively yeah. trying to just sh- to get the demon out of here. He's just like, I just want more evidence. I'm like, we have evidence. We have film. Like, and what's he gonna do? Like, like what are you what, gonna- is he taking? Is he taking this to his thesis at Stanford? Nah, he's a day trading piece of shit. He's not in school. He's not doing anything. And like he. <laughs> He's just being an asshole. Like, at one point, he even says some shit like, this is my house, that's my girl, I'm gonna fuck you up, or some shit, you know? And I'm like, like, what the fuck is Do you think you, demons have a sense of, of homeownership? Do you think they, they care that you own a home? Like, do you think the demon is like, oh, wow, this house is an HOA, I can't haunt it? Like, no, he doesn't care. <laughs> this guy's holy HOA, yeah, I ooh, can't fuck with that. The neighbors will hate it. Like, no, he doesn't fucking care. Like, he's a demon. He's from right. He's from hell. And then finally, <laughs> and then you know, and then he's being such a little piece of shit because Katie's like, "All right, none of your fucking shit worked. I held out. We are calling this demonologist." And then he's like pissy the whole time. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't you think we should talk about this? He fucking says that. And I'm like, you, you've been talking about. All it. you like, do is talk, Mika. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he's out of he's out of the country or some shit. Yeah, of course so, he is because it's summer. Probably. I would have been <laughs> livid if I was her, like because you know maybe he had just left for like a short vacation and they could have caught him. But, had um, remember the psycho the psychic was like call him tomorrow. So the psychic probably yeah. knew he was like, oh yeah no like Doctor Friedrichs every August goes to Bermuda. You have to call him tomorrow because he's gonna be out <laughs> yeah. of the country. Fucking like, idiot. Yeah. The Friedrichs love Bermuda. Like he's 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 helping you out, and they wait. But before that, even like there's the bit where they find is after the whole baby powder thing. They find the footprints, and they find like yeah. a, a a photograph 
of Katie. Because Katie tells us, like, oh, her house as a kid burned down mysteriously and destroyed everything. Everyone got out of the house safe, but everything was destroyed. And they managed to find in the attic a photo of Katie and she's a little girl and it's burnt up like it was at the house. So it's like the demons yeah, just not like- have been there. Fucking with this person. Yeah, demons also, like fucking with you demon, at this point. Yeah. What a certified creep just holding on to pictures of little girls. I'm like, God, demon. I mean, he's a this demon. Guy's... Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And a also, demon would. demons, because you just see like from their bedroom before the powdered footprints happen. Um, I also wish you could see them because like the footprints were like, like raptor feet. Like it only had oh, three prongs. Yeah. I'm like, what does this thing look like? But you know, it's like turning on lights and shit. I'm like, this demon, not only is it ruining their mental health, it's ruining their electricity bill. And I would have been livid. <laughs> I just love like, the, the not demon, made of money. The demon from this movie is just the raptor from Jurassic Park. It truly because it also man. knows how to open doors. <laughs> <laughs> Clever girl. <laughs> what if Mika would have said that? That would have been fucking. I mean, especially amazing. with Spielberg's involvement in this movie, it's like you have to, right? right? Well, they quoted at one point. They quoted Monty Python because when really? he was like doing the test, like he was like, "What do you want here? What are you doing?" And he's just like, "What." is your quest what is your favorite color and i'm like huh uh, it's from the bridge scene in monty python and the holy grail oh have i seen that one Ooh, highly recommend it if you've seen that one i've You're seen not a true improv person <laughs> i know if i have to hear one more fucking white fucking comedy guy be like monty python i'm like shut up like there's other <laughs> comedy like I have a hard time believing that British guys in the 70s that peak of comedy. The end-all be-all. Shut the yeah. fuck up. Like, I'm like, honey, have you seen uh, Scary Movie 3? Because it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What I also found very funny... Um, because <laughs> you know uh we backtracked talking about the photo and then uh find calling the demonologist but he's out of town so they get the they get the psychic to come back and he comes in the house and he just goes oh i can't be here <laughs> and, and i'm just like yeah get the fuck out man it's like it was a nice you know because he clearly wasn't trying to save his own ass he's just like it's going to get angry i need to leave he's like i will help you yeah but i'm not going to be in this house <laughs> but also he like, i wish you listened to me mika i mean he's a psychic so he feels the presence he comes in and he's just like it, it's it's similar to i think like um what is it amityville horror where the priest comes in and he's just like <laughs> listen like whatever's in this house is not <laughs> only here i'm not staying baby i'm getting out of here like <laughs> Like the psychic doesn't even come through the door. He's just like he walks and he's just like oh, like so he smells something gross. He's just like, mm. <laughs> like no, yeah, he's just like. Ooh. <laughs> I, oh but God. honestly, the psychic is me. I also would just be like, no, you know, out of here, babe. Um. So at this point, though, when the psychic fucking deuces out, they're like. They're losing hope at this point because like the one like their right. one fail safe and again. Katie is the one being haunted. So good touch because I think in a lot of these movies, 
the natural inclination of the audience is like, fucking leave the house, man. Like, what the fuck are you still in this house? Like, poultry guys, like, get the fuck out of the fucking subdevel- like, the subdivision. Like, this place is haunted. But it's the demon is following Katie. So it's implied that if she leaves, like, it's going to follow her anywhere she goes. So there's nothing they can really do. Um, and at this point. And she even says that because her friend was like, sorry. come stay with me. Yeah. And she's like. Oh, because her friend was like, come stay with me. And she's like, no, man. Yeah, I, I can't. Like, it's, it's just going to terrorize us wherever wherever I go. So um, that night, they this is when, like, the demon ends up pulling Katie, like, out of her bed. And this bit um, is scary to me because so um, in is West African, like, kind of folklore, right? There's something called Mamiwata. Have you ever heard of it? We all know West African folklore. I think. <laughs> Shut up. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> Mami Wata is like a siren. She's like a witch and she's like of the water. And she shows up in West African folklore, but also in like the Americas as well. And it's because of Mami Wata that I always cover my feet when I sleep because this, this scene was triggering to me because my grandma would always tell me like, <laughs> if you don't cover your feet when you sleep, Mommy Wata will come and she'll grab you. Like, she'll get your foot, right? So as a little kid, till this <laughs> day, no matter, I don't care how warm it is, I always have to have a blanket covering my feet because I'm like, something's going to like grab my feet. <laughs> and that part was actually <laughs> scary. That idea of like a blanket being pulled and just like grabbing your foot and just like pulling you out of bed is <laughs> triggering to me. So. Oh, man. Yeah. Thanks, Nana. Rest in peace. That, that folklore. <laughs> huh? I was like, I did actually know that. You did? Like, the the little folklore from any part of Africa, that is what I knew. Yeah, of course. It's, and it's... and Popobawa. What? Popobawa. What is, is that? It's this, like, one-eyed bat demon. Love it. But it was more of like, yeah. <laughs> if, my, if my recollection is correct, it, like, showed up in the 70s. And, like, I can't remember where in Africa, but they... It was to explain these kidnappings that happened. Mm. Um, so I don't really remember much about it, but it, it was an interesting story to say the least. Wikipedia, it we love Spooky Squad. We, we love a bat demon. Um, but that is terrifying. Get like that scene was, and also not only was that scary, um, I was snapped back into like being critical of the movie because I was like, oh shit, like that would be freaky as fuck. But then, like she was dragged out of bed she wasn't like gently lilted like she was dragged slammed on the ground and she's like mika 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 like several mikas then start screaming and then mika didn't wake up until like the third screaming mika i'm like i've watched you sleep through far less in this movie like she would turn the covers and he'd be like what's wrong but then it took took, like fucking xanax before bed he's out (laughs) he's out for the count yeah, and then they, he, and this was also because, you know, it's all from that one angle pointing from, like, their wall into the hallway. And the hallway's dark. So also, you can't another see. thing, I'm sorry, who the fuck leaves their door wide open at night? Do you see yeah, their door isn't that open? Terrifying? I, I, sh- I no, always that's keep scary my door shut. It's scary. I don't want to look out there. Because if, so- if someone, like, yeah, the darkness, it doesn't matter how old you are, or how logical you are, like, that is dark. Anything could be there. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I saw. Oh, when I was younger and I saw Darkness Falls, 
you know? And there's like the, if, oh. it, if you were in the dark, it could catch you. Like the tooth fairy yes. would catch you. So that's like, I'm 30. And if oh, I'm near that the, I need, I need to make sure there's light on me. Like I can't be in the dark. It we the have fuck to, out that one. I, yes. I remember being very scared about the movie. We have to do that fucking movie. It was terrifying yes. to me. <laughs> right. But yeah. And also if someone's breaking in or like if someone's in my house, apartment like that i'm not gonna know because they'll probably be standing still and then i would stumble to them in the dark and they'd fuck me up whereas if they come in here i will at least hear that door and then when they're like about to like stab me i can quick judo roll over and then fall on my face and they stab me while i'm on the ground because i'm not agile see i was gonna say i can at least make eye contact with them when they do stab me so they feel guilty but also um (laughs) Oh, in this scenario, I still die, but I'm just like, you will see my eyes. I was making eye contact. But also, that's another thing, too. I mean, it's clearly, it's for the movie, because, like, it's it's a good shot to have the camera where it's sat, so you can see the bed and the door. But also, who sets their bed up so that they are in line with the door? Everyone I know sleeps facing a door at the very least, or if it's on the same wall, the bed is up against the wall, so when the door opens, you're... It's at the foot of the bed so you can see. No one sleeps with the head of their bed where the door is. So like when it opens, you don't see, right? Like, that's not normal to me. Or am I just paranoid? Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I, I've had several room configurations throughout the various places I've lived. That was that. But I wasn't like next to the door. It was like if the door was... On this wall, my bed was like way over here, so yeah. there was still a yeah. Length. There's distance to like there's still like a line of sight. Oh yeah, I've I'm never saying. set it right. Next they sat it door. right by the door, so if it opens, the person opens a door and they just turn, like they just look slightly to their left, and there goes Katie. Yeah, that's dumb as hell. They were asking to get picked up by a demon. Yeah, idiots. Way to you know shrink the. The fucking genetic pool, honestly, because they're stupid. Well, that's well, they got what <laughs> they got what they were, was coming to them because she gets dragged and then, but like you don't see, and they get dragged maybe into a room or just in the hallway, but you just hear like Katie screaming like "Make it stop, make it stop," and then it cuts to like the next morning, and she's just well, th- well. It's not next morning. They're like, we. I need to leave. We can't stay here. And Mika, shockingly, is like, okay, let's leave. Let's just stay in a hotel. Finally. Like, we know that. Yeah, right? But then, and then we see, like, Katie has bite marks on her side or some shit. Mm-hmm. And then, eventually, you know, like, it somehow has taken them, because that was in the morning, like, four-ish in the morning, or, you know, whatever, when they're like, we need to leave. And then it's in the afternoon, you know, it's taken so much time yeah, for them like, to pack the packing? bare essentials. <laughs> and then Mika's like, all right, I'm packed. Let's go. And Katie's just like, no, I want to stay here. And he's fucking floored. Which, you know, I would be too, given all of the mixed messages coming. But I don't remember this from the first time. But he leaves and Katie's just like staring at this camera that he set down on the table. And she says, I think we'll be okay now. But... As she's finishing the sentence, a second voice starts merging with hers. And I was like, ooh. ooh that's clever. Really? I didn't, yeah. I didn't catch that. I So the, what I caught was like, I think I'll be okay now. And she kind of like smirks. But I didn't hear yes. there's a second voice. 
So I went. I also went back because. So when we watched The Witch, I just still never took off closed captions. Mm-hmm. So then it's like it said second voice merges with Katie's, and I'm like, what? And I went back and. I was like, that is a slick effect because it's not overt. If you're listening for it, it's obvious, but it's very easy to miss. Ooh, okay. So I need to go back and check that because I definitely missed that bit. Ooh, that's clever. Um, but yeah, so on the very, I think this is the final night. Yes, it's the final night. Yeah. And the, um, again, Katie ends up getting out of bed and she stares at Mika again because we already established she gets out of bed, she sleepwalks and she's like stares at him for like hours, right? So she does it again. And then um, we hear her walk away and she goes downstairs and she starts screaming for Mika. And at this point, we do hear a second voice because she screamed Mika, her voice gets distorted and it's like monstrous. She's screaming his name. It's not just, it's not her voice. It's something demonic, right? And Mika, of course, gets out of bed. He runs down to her. So because the camera is still trained at the bed, we don't see it. We just see them. They both leave the room. We hear shit screaming. And then um, it's just silent. You hear footsteps again. And then suddenly you just see like Mika's body just gets fucking yeeted. Like, cr- that one got me because I'm like, That's, I know something good. happens. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck, I forgot. I remember seeing some theaters and that we all screamed because it really was like it was quiet. And then you just hear like a roar and his body just goes f- flying at the camera um, and knocks it over. So this part I knew was going to happen, but I actually couldn't finish it because like I I don't like this kind of thing. Like I don't like jump scares one, but I also don't like, um, I know something is going to happen. So I'm just like, I don't want to watch this part. Like, so she, we, <laughs> she comes, Katie's, Katie comes walking up and she's like, God, she's bloodied. And then she just like stares over his body, like crawls over his body, just stares there. Then she looks at the camera, smiles, and just like lunges at it. And I just really hate, I hate, I just hate that. I, I don't, think about it, it's not just that it's like, it's startling to me, but it's also just like, like, so lame. Like, oh yeah, she's like, the demon's like, rawr. Like what happened after? So the demon jumped <laughs> at the camera and it's, it jumped at the camera. The camera is still rolling. And it's just like, okay, I sufficiently scared the camera. And then she left. Like what, what is that? It's dumb. Right. I do also like because the premise of this movie is that it's found footage that was released to Universal by the sheriff department. Right. Um, (laughs) And I'm just like, that's also funny when you think about it, because it just (laughs) because obviously fake. But it's just like, you know, Universal just going up. It's like, yo, we heard you have this found footage. We think it'd make a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, we need more money for bulletproof vests and tanks. Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> but you know the thing is like for for the audience when this came out, yes, it's very stupid. But remember, people did think that Blair Witch was real. And Cannibal right. Holocaust people thought was real. So it's like eh, you know, it's like yeah, suspension disbelief for today's audience, but like not mm-hmm. totally crazy that um Oh, no. So this movie has had several sequels. and I just read that they're going to have a seventh movie in 2021. Why? But because of COVID, it's delayed till 2022. Like, I hope COVID delays it forever. Like, (laughs) 
COVID has given the production team extra time to realize no one asked nor wants. You know they'll paranormal. still make it. They're going to take a Zoom version of it. Like you know they're going to this this movie does <laughs> like allow itself for. It's almost too bad that movie Unfriended, the one that like takes place on like a a group chat. I'm sure they're kicking themselves like, man, we should have just done that during COVID because <laughs> people love people love Zoom horror. People so- are starved for COVID content. Oh, I can't. Don't get me started. Like, the fact that people are, are currently making COVID content. It's like, can we not? Like, we're living it. Guys, if you've learned nothing from 9-11, like, oh, which is today. I guess when this is released. No, it's tomorrow. Yeah, when oh, it's yeah, released. Oh, yeah, it's today. Oh, mm. I forgot. Never forget. Mm. But, like, Dude. if we learn nothing from that, <laughs> is like, don't make the content of the traumatic thing when it's happening or fresh because it's shitty. Remember, like, fucking World Trade Center? That was a movie. Terrible movie. Terrible movie. I barely remember that existing. With Nicolas Cage, and they're like two firefighters that get trapped in the World Trade Center, and, um, it's about them like surviving it or whatever. But remember that movie came out in I'm gonna let you know. It came out in 2006. It was five years after all. It's like it was too soon. Like so it was bad. Cause like it is too soon. Like I don't wanna see yeah, this right now. Like just... And it was it the story of two specific firefighters or just that firefighters were in danger, nah, many was, died and some real guys. Lived. They were real firefighters. Or was he a firefighter? Was he a cop? No, he was a Port Authority police. But still, like, he was a a first responder, basically. And it was a bad movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, in my mind, not that this excuses it, but it makes it a little better that they're, like, doing true stories of someone instead of just being like, this thing could have happened to someone and we're going to capitalize on it. Okay, anyway. Paranormal activity. Right. Yeah. It was it was a good time. It was good reliving it. Um how how was it for you reliving it? Eh, the glory. It I I was I was uh not impressed. I think it was it's one of those horror movies that is good when you first see it. I think it's fun to see it the first time. I think especially you saw it in the theater. It doesn't hold up with a, a second viewing or more than a second viewing, I feel like, because it's so um, – I don't know what it is. I think this is very – I don't want to say it's it's true to found footage because I can watch Blair Witch and still enjoy Blair Witch. But for some reason, this just wasn't that enjoyable. I don't know. It, it, maybe because of the characters like, were so unlikable. Like, oh, Katie was fine, but Mika yeah. was terrible. But, like, you know, it's just, like, not that great for me. But, uh, but Katie – Katie kept screaming, and I get it, demon possession, but she just would scream, which is so annoying. Yeah. Are any of these actors still working? So the Oh, so, okay, so the actors are the same name, have the same name as the characters, so Katie and Mika. Katie Featherstone is, um, it looks like she's just mostly done paranormal activity movies, a few other movies, but you can't click on them on Wikipedia, so that tells you what you need to know. And um, <laughs> that's a career goal. I want to I want to have like a million movies on my Wikipedia page at some point, but you can't click on any of them because they're all they weren't even straight to Redbox releases. Like, 
<laughs> is Redbox still a thing? Dude, I just got an email from Redbox for a free movie. Oh my god, good for them. I'm happy for them. Um, still surviving <laughs> despite the you know the streaming. But um, Mika Sloat, <laughs> who plays Mika, of course. Um, yeah, only has been in Paranormal Activity, the second one, and Paranormal Activity, the marked ones. Which one is this? Is this the fifth one? Yeah, I don't know why they had to be so many like uh, sequels to this movie. I feel like one and done was like enough. Because the beauty yeah, of a found footage, yeah. I feel like you just kind of have to do the thing and that's it. When you have sequels, I feel like it's just kind of like, well, what's the whole, whole point? Is that like we just happen to come upon this fa- this footage and that's it? Like there's sequels to it. It's like, why, does, why do these quote unquote real people have like an extended universe? It's kind of silly. Right. <laughs> this no one cares about Mika's extended universe, okay? Yeah, like who gives a fuck and he died. And also why does he show up in the other ones? Didn't he die? Well, I mean maybe he just makes dumb cameos because they all go back in time. Or like the next two do ish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. And you know, cause the last one, or like two, isn't it's a it's a little bit before the first one, right? It's not a lot of bit. And if they were dating for three years, then Mika would have been in the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, we, we didn't mention the sister. Because she, Katie had a sister, and she shows up with really terrible bangs um, in this movie very quickly. Um, and she's like, yeah, yeah. Like, she confirms, like, when I was a kid, there was, like, yeah, my sister had crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this is a little bit before a second one. Because at the very end of the second one, Katie shows up and steals the baby. I remember that. Mm-hmm. As a good aunt would. Um. Yeah, but that was that was it. If I was Whatever. thinking about this, yeah, you know, it's a found footage. It's kind of like when we did As Above, So Below, which I like more because I love Paris. But yeah, I think that was better. But I'm just I agree. like, yeah. But kind of like, I think with the last several movies we've done, because again, our, our little question of if this were a black movie, all I could think about was like the haunted house like the scary movie version of this that like mm-hmm. the waynes brothers did mm-hmm. or was it just like one of them wait did Which you watch I that i didn't so i oh, could, but okay. the poster is you know it's clearly the the main premise how like scream is the impetus for m- the overall arc of scary movie the first one right mm-hmm. um so i guess paranormal activity would be the overarching uh, base for material for that parody but Mm -hmm. that's so then when i was trying to think what this would be like (laughs) as a black movie i could only think about it in like comedic moments so like if when the psychic came back (laughs) and he just sensed it yeah like if he smelled something shitty it would be that reaction he'd just be like oh hell no and he'd leave (laughs) like no explanation (laughs) So if so, when I re envision this as a black movie, though, I see it. Um, Mika as a Mika character would, would not exist, and would have a real job, not like bullshit day trading. Yeah, he'd have a real job, and also just like I don't know, I feel like one of either Katie or Mika would have um, a mom who's in a prayer circle. For sure, a prayer group, and they would come to that house, and there would be a full-on Pentecostal prayer group 
in that house. There's no question. They wouldn't even call a psychic. It's like, oh, I just call my mom. Call moms? Keep it in keep it in the family. Moms and her girls? Like, oh no, 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 no. We got this. Like this demon is oh, oh, I rebuke you, Satan. It's gonna be out of this house immediately. Like I know that. If I ever had a demon in this apartment, oh no, 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 no. Like we're gonna get full on Liberian church, the fucking like the chick, chick, chick. people are singing. We're gonna, we gonna bring this. This demon is leaving today. Like there's no question. I don't need no priest. I don't need no psychic. I don't need nobody else. I don't need no exterminator. I don't need no Ghostbusters. I'm gonna call my mom and her friends and they come to this house and that's what's good. That's what's no gonna happen. Ghostbusters. <laughs> we about to get some holy oil, some fucking holy water. Like we doing this shit ourselves, okay? <laughs> All right, yeah, movie solved. It's like, yeah, so the movie, in essence, then, wouldn't have happened because it'd be like, hey, yo, Katie, have you been haunted since you were a child? No, I was haunted as a child, but then my, my mom got rid of it. Yeah, we got rid of like, the we, demon we, immediately. Like, no questions asked. Like, yeah, I don't I don't get why, yeah, people are so fucking freaked out by, by demons. Yeah, no, Just, we, uh, we needed one, one moment where the demon knocked three times on the fucking wall and we're like, dope. Get, get these church ladies in this house right now. <laughs> Once we again, no time. this is why we really need to value and respect black women more. There would be far less demons in the world. Yeah. Access those demons. You can't um, see it. Sonique is giving me the eyes like I'm a fucking idiot for just saying the obvious. I mean, I'm not even trained in demonology or anything, but I'm confident I could exercise a demon out of a house if I needed to. If given that challenge, I'm like, I can do it. Just I'll find a way. <laughs> a la 1980s, like, aerobics championship, just exercising the shit out of that demon. Yep. Play physical by Livy Newton-John and just <laughs> get him. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> that was paranormal activity. Next week, we are jumping in with Sinister. Um, haven't seen that one, so excited about it. I'm stoked for you. Mm-hmm. I think it's still on Netflix, correct? Yes. Yeah, so if you guys are listening along or watching along with us, if you got Netflix um, sub check it out <laughs> if you've got netflix if you don't have netflix what have you been doing since march honestly i, I guess like pirating you could, you could do that pirating like pirating i think it'd be taxing it'd be taxing to pirate tv shows for all of this pandemic at some point i would have just caved and gotten netflix hey, netflix pay listen, us we don't want to assume people's situation so i don't know what they're doing i'm i'm looking the other way if you're doing illegal, do your thing, honey. Um, yeah, so Sinister you- is on Netflix, so check that out, and we're gonna do that one for next week. Stoked. Yeah. Hella excited. Do you have anything else to plug, Andrew? Oh nah. Last week I plugged this song that I was going to write, and I have yet to do it. So uh maybe maybe one day I'll plug that because it'll exist. But just know. Again, I can't say it. I don't want anyone to steal the idea, but it it has much potential to be funny. It's going to be great. Um, mm. What about you, Sonique? Any last minute pitches for the brave few that have held on this long? No, same old, same old. Listen to this podcast. You already are. Listen to Everybody Wants Something. It's also fun. 
follow me on Twitter, Instagram, that stuff. But otherwise, nothing else. Well, I think we're done here. Yes, we are. Um, Catch us next week. But as always, we will not see you, Spooky Squad, because it's a not a visual medium. So It's not visual, but if you guys could see, you'd see Sonique and her eyes darting every way, trying to think of how to finish a sentence. It's <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> this, is, this is great for me. <laughs> so... I guess bye, Sco- Spooky Squad. Oh, Jesus. Bye, Spooky Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> Killed it. <laughs>